Straight Talk Uncut. What's going on, everybody? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on June 13th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Again, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And that's by Martin Luther King. And not even not even like uh, as extreme as love. What about just just tolerance? What what, what about just acceptance? Acceptance that we are we are all living really the same life. We are all sharing this planet. Nobody owns the world. Nobody owns it. And for as many people there are on this earth, there are different personalities, there are different different likes, different dislikes. But it seems like a, a few people, and again, in the grand scheme of things, it's only a few people. It, 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 it's a few people, a few rotten apples that take it upon themselves to to um, express their intolerance or to express their level of discontent with the way somebody else is living. So, so someone who they don't you don't they don't even have to be around. They they don't even have to associate with on a daily basis. It's it's, it's like if, if you if you're watching if you're watching something on on television, right? You're watching something you like. And then it's followed by something you don't like. What do you do? You, you don't you don't force yourself to to sit there and like it. You turn it. You change the channel. If you listen to something on radio, and one song is on, and the next one you don't like, what do you do? You switch the channel. Why can't people do that in in life? Why why can't? I, I don't get it. If if you like something, if you like a certain way of living, you live that life, and you don't fucking worry about what somebody else is doing it's like even even if something makes you mad roll rage and this is of course this is kind of topical you know just some some headlines i've seen in the, in the news recently i mean of course we can't you can't get away from the the what's going on in the land orlando what happened over the um the uh, the weekend in orlando the uh club being shot up uh, and also i saw this other article of this this uh this guy running down bikers and it's like it's 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 just you know i don't think it'll ever stop i you know i mean of course it, it won't but it seems like every time this happens the um excuses are it's it's, it's like excuses are made for the people that are doing this one of the first things the first significant things that I read, um, you know, when when the blame started being pointed, was first it was like, 
you know, of course, religious stuff come up, but then also an argument about gun laws. You know. Okay, so so what if uh, whatever law is trying to be passed by about uh, automatic and semi-automatic weapons? What if that law is passed and they're banned? Do you do do these people that are vying to to make these laws um, that are vying to um, to create these laws? Do they think that these evil people, that these um, these people that are out here doing these things, you think they won't find another way? That, that's what I don't get. They they act like if oh if it wasn't for this gun, these guns, then this wouldn't have happened. Of course it would have. If this person was on a mission to do this anyway. You think he wouldn't have found another way? It probably would have been more tragic. He probably would have had to, um, you know, do something, use a, a, another another weapon that would cause more destruction because whatever whatever assault rifle he used wouldn't have been available. And now that you know, they I saw some article saying like it's the it's the terrorist weapon of choice. You know, whatever sort of assault weapon, and 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 my first thing was thinking like, no, you know, it's it's all politics. So they try to they they start trying to point the blame on something that that has some sort of political stance. Oh, see those guns, those. Well, no. What about the maniacs that um that does this kind of stuff? You know, what what about that? I, I I just don't understand, man. It's just I don't know. It's horrible. It's terrible. Um, and it's it's like it's something that you know is not it's not going to be the last time it happened. That sounds kind of pessimistic, but it's not because there's no way there's no it, there's no way to to control. It. There's no way to stop it. it, it you know, it's just it's just such a big thing, and it starts with each individual person. That's why it can't be stopped. You know, no matter what kind of technology in the world there is to, um, to, um, you know, to you know, they were they were saying like, how did the gun get in the club and all this? No matter what kind of technology there is, what kind of metal detector, what kind of security stuff, you know, security measures there is. When someone like that is out to do something, they they're gonna find a way, you know. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what tool he used. It doesn't matter like what organization was behind it, because it, it, it starts with the individual. It starts with the per the person, you know. And, and 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 if a person is evil, they're gonna do evil things. That's that's the simple and. That's just just the simple and, and plain of it. It's, it's really all that's, that's simple. It's the person. If a person is evil, they're just gonna do evil shit. That's it. It's, it's not guns. It's not like, um, it, you know, whatever his reason is. It doesn't fucking matter. It, it really doesn't. There's no there's no validation to it. There's no validation to any of his reason. I don't care what you know set him off or whatever. If the person is evil, 
they're gonna do evil things and no matter what the what the motive that person the evil person gonna find a motive big or small they're gonna find some sort of motive you know um and the same thing with the with the I, I don't even know the full story of the biker thing, but and one reason is it's not that I'm 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 like just talking about this stuff and not having a deep understanding. I'm, I purposely try not to have a deep understanding of it because I it, it, it like it'll get you down if you read if you just kept in kept abreast of all the happenings and the tragicness that goes on in the news, it, it, it sort of gets you down. You know, it, it, it really does. And it, it starts to weigh on you because you're trying to you're trying to make sense of it. And, and that can get heavy. You know, you, if you try to make sense of it and try to understand too, get too deep and try to understand, it just weighs on you and it distracts you. And, um, you know, I mean, you can't be totally ignorant of it, but you can't like get too too deep into it. You know, it's just, um, you know, it just starts to weigh on. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just horrible. It seems like every every week, you know, it's like some some catastrophe. And then, uh, you know, it, it what? Let's let's see how the politicians. You know, when I when I saw that, and then I saw the thing about the guns, I was thinking in my head, I bet somewhere there's some politicians, like, you know, with the presidential races of, I bet their their support staff or whatever you call it just went into um went into a mode of strategy. Okay, how can we use this? You know, they did. It it was like. You know, I mean, it is. I guarantee it was like that. It was like, okay, let's let's see how we can we can flip this and use it to our advantage. Just this is a this is our time. This is our chance to use this. Um, instead of pausing for a moment, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, as of as of now, as of me recording this, I haven't put the pick of the day up. Um. But for the weekend, I put up another one of my my Chihuahua Chica, and I actually printed that one out. And let me tell you, I mean, I can't I can't even rave enough about that uh, Canon printer. Like the old Epson printers that I used to use, when when you would print nine times out of ten, you would get like a purplish or a greenish sort of cast, no matter what you did, no matter what kind of calibration. I mean, a matter of fact, that's why I gave up. I sort of gave up on like the, you know. I mean, I mean, I used to be really, really like geeky about trying to get these calibration because I was selling these prints. So I had the 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 puck, you know, the on screen puck that calibrates the screen. I had all the profiles. I was, you know, I I did all of it, and I could never, ever, ever, ever get a good black and white. Uh, print or even a print a color print with deep deep shadows without like a purplish or greenish tint it always had no matter what I did you know no matter I mean I use everything uh, all the experts said to use and I, I can never get it this printer 
I'm using a cheap AOC monitor. Um, and by the way, see, I was watching, uh, I can't remember what movie I was watching. And it was like, it was like set in the future, you know, and it had a, an AOC monitor in there. And you could tell it was like one of those shots to where, Hey, here's our, here's our promotional plug for AOC. Um, but I was like, Oh, maybe AOC is, uh, coming up. But like I said, I can, I, I mean, I can attest to at least the one I got, I pay a list of a hundred bucks for, and it, it, it's been working for me. Um, and I, you know, I printed that black and white. You can see it's a real, real, uh, the, the background is just black and, uh, and it printed just like that. You know, it came out, um, no sort of pur purplish or green hue at all. I mean, this thing is jet black in the blacks. Uh, so, so I, and I printed on like glossy paper. I usually, I usually do my prints on like a matte. But I had some Epson like glossy, uh, glossy paper, so I printed on that. Um, so yeah, still pleased with it. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm gonna start moving on to some bigger print projects with that printer because. Um, and oh, another thing that ink it seems to last way longer than what the Epsons did, uh, and even. And I, I think one of the one of the reasons it doesn't clog, like I told you guys, it has like this automatic cleaning. And even even when it does the cleaning, because it cleans, you know, I keep it on. But even even when I'm doing like a print, it does a cleaning. Like if you if you're not printing continuously, like back to back, I print about once a week. And before every time I print that that one time a week, it does a cleaning cycle. But it, it will also do a cleaning cycle if I don't print. You know what I mean? Like if I go past, I think it's either six or seven days. And, and again, I, I, I don't know if that's a feature you can turn off. But uh, it, and, and I actually, I read about this, or I, I watched a video about this. This guy, I told you about this guy, Jose uh, Gonzalez, I think. He, uh, he said that it does that. And he explained the whole thing like, Within the ink cartridge, there, there are these, these uh, paddles inside the ink cartridge. And what happens is, after a certain time, if, if there's no activity with the printer, the paddles, and, and I, you know, I may be explaining this wrong, but from what I remember, the, the paddles in those cartridges do like a, almost like a seesawing motion back and forth to get the ink flowing instead of just sitting there. Um, so it, it has a lot of things, it has a lot of things built in to where that notorious clogging issue is not is really not an issue you know it's like it's it's, it's less of an issue than uh, than before and again I, I don't know um, if Canon ever had that that problem that the Epson printers had I mean the Epson printers were notorious for that so I'm not sure if the Canon printers ever had that but I mean I, I'm, I'm I'm like now a, a I can't, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Canon fanboy right now as far as printers. Um, so what else going on? Um, <clears throat> didn't get a chance to do, uh, to do one of the, the, the YouTube channel videos, but I got, I think I got the format down. I think what I'm going to do is, to, is I'm going to summarize the camera, do, you know, 
Uh, I, I heard someone use the, the term video manual. I like that term. So I'm going to do a video manual on like the vintage cameras and then follow it up like a part two somewhere down the line, you know, um, with, with prints. Because the thing I was hesitating about, I wanted to do, I wanted to do the, the walkthrough of the camera and then at the end of the video have like some prints. But that's, that's not going to happen because... <laughs> that that means I would have to be forcing myself to finish a role. You know what I mean? Like I would have to force shoot, which is never good, cause then you just shooting just to shoot. So, so I think I'm I'm just gonna do the summary, do these cameras, you know, and then like somewhere in the future, um, have a you know say like stay tuned for prints or for images captured with this with this camera. Um, and the other thing is. In order to make that a valid comparison, I would I would be I would have to be using like the same film, you know, sticking to the same film, which I don't I don't think would be a problem. Um, you know, I'm, I'm using B and H to order my film. They have the best prices, and hopefully I can stay consistent with that. And maybe once I start, once I shoot that first video, maybe I just buy a shitload of film, just like a whole book. I just bought five rolls of 120 and then five rolls of 35 millimeter black and white film. So, you know, and that was just me trying to have something on hand. But uh, once I start this, if I think it's something I'm going to continue to do, at least for like a year, you know, once a week, one video a week for a year, that'll be the camera and then follow up by prints. Um, you know, that should take it out a year maybe I just buy like you know just do a whole bulk bulk, bulk order of film and then uh, that'll keep it consistent order like the same film and th that way the same film is going through the cameras and it, it you know it, it can be a good comparison I, I process it the same way using the same chemicals and then it'll be um, the quality will be totally based on the, whatever lens is on the camera and you know the, the camera itself so uh, like the metering system things like that and that uh, that way I have a better comparison of course time of day is going to be different and you know when I shoot in, in the subject matter and whatever but at least that will keep um, at least 80% consistency outside of environmental condition, conditions so stay tuned for that um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of anxious to, to get that done. You know what I mean? Like, for one, it give me a reason to start buying up some cameras, uh, and then it, two, it, you know, it is it, it get me back into creating uh, these YouTube videos. Um, so, which I always like. You know, I like it's just it's just a matter of like, what what sort of stuff you want to do. You don't want to just be doing random stuff. I want it to find something consistent, something that I can do consistently with a consistent theme. Unlike this podcast where I just kind of <laughs> ramble about general things, just uh, kind of like a, a journal type thing. So, but anyway, uh, I think that's it. That's it for this episode of Straight Talk Uncut. Oh, matter of fact, let me, let me uh, apologize for the last episode. It was kind of mishmash. I had to, uh, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of recorded it in, in spurts 
uh, because I kept getting interrupted. And then instead, I, I tried to record the whole thing twice, but I kept getting interrupted or something would happen. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to splice, splice it together. So, um, yeah, that's just, it's just one of those things, man. It, it's just one of those things. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me put something out there. So anyway, that's it for this edition. You got any questions or comment? Matter of fact, send me some questions. If you if you have questions, um uh, and, and you know what? I'm not gonna even just just base it around some general thoughts, some creativity type stuff. Um you know, just 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 whatever. Let's see how that goes and then if it's not getting too out out of the ballpark, um uh, you know, maybe I have to like put some sort of filters on it. Uh, speaking of ballpark, let me let me tell you this: went out and bought some gloves, some catching gloves. Uh, my wife and I, and um, and I was, you know, I, we we were buying them, buying those gloves because she she's she, you know she's played softball in in high school and college and stuff. And I'm just like uh, you know, I'm not I'm not all that. You know, I, I never even played. My first time even like um like really playing catch was with her <laughs> you know it was with her like i don't know like in 2003 or so we used to go to this park because she always wanted to keep her arm you know her pitching arm good and stuff so we would just go to this park and we would just play some catch and uh she had this glove that she had in high school the same glove she was using in high school awesome glove but uh one of my dogs he had a hold of it like two three weeks ago so she had to go get a new one and I was in there. We were in there. We went to Big Five Sports, and I didn't want. I was looking for the cheapest shit on the shit on the rack, you know. She was. She actually knew what she was looking for, and I was just like, you know what? I'm whatever the cheapest. She was like, what? What? Which one you want? And I was like, what's the cheapest? <laughs> and she was like, well, you don't want the cheapest. So she started kind of schooling me on um on on gloves, and I was just thinking about this whole thing. Like, I wonder how many couples are. <laughs> You know, married. I mean, we we've been together eighteen. Let me get this right. Yeah, eighteen years, something like that. Eighteen, nineteen. Uh, let me see. Eight. Shit. Yeah, eighteen years. Wow. Um, but I was just thinking about that. I was like, it seems so mundane, but this that's the stuff you gotta do. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's those little mundane things that you do that that fortifies relationships you know because i'm not i'm not gonna lie like that's that's not something i was all up for doing i didn't even want to get a glove like i was like uh i've been using <laughs> i've been using one of my uh uh daughter's gloves <laughs> just like kid gloves and i was like how hard are you pitching this that's that's all i need and she was like no she's like you need a you need a glove so I ended up getting a, you know, here I am kicking 42 years old, bought my first, you know, catching glove. But I was just, I just, I don't know why I thought to mention it, but it was just hilarious to me, like, something so mundane, I've never owned a catching glove. You know, I've never owned a, a, a glove or a bat. Still don't own a bat, but I've never, it was like, that's that's like something uh, you see in like these movies where, the, where the, the father and son are like just playing catch and they're just like talking things and you know, matter of fact, there's a comedian, Bill Burr, he did this skit about about that, like uh, uh, playing catch with his son. Like that's where therapy is done. That's where like, and I was I was just you know when I was buying these gloves, I was like, 
so I'm, you know, because one of my daughters, she plays softball, so she's going to be into it. And then that what made me think, okay, you know what? Yeah, get this, you know, let's, let's quit, quit thinking about, because uh, in, my, in my head, I was thinking about, for, for what I'm paying for this glove, I can buy, I could be buying like a, a old Voigtlander Vito 2 that I've been watching on auction or something like that. You know, that's how my mind, oh, I can, let me see, this will get me, this will probably get me. 10 20 rolls of film <laughs> that's how my mind was working and i'm like yeah I, you know but it's, it's crazy and, and how many of you think like that anytime you want to you you get ready to spend some money you think about you know what i've been wanting to uh do some wet prints this can give me a pack of paper you know it, my mind is always thinking like that i don't know but anyway that's it uh, send some, send questions, comments, whatever. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Um, you know, leave comments on wherever you listen to the podcast. Leave, leave comments there. Uh, leave reviews if you want to. I don't know. Uh, but like, but that's it. Uh, like I always say, I don't know a lot. But what I do know, I try, I try to talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.